Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Five levels of leadership. Five levels of leadership. You know, this is, uh, I think, uh, uh, right off the bat, show you the resource. John Maxwell, uh, the five levels of leadership. This is where I learned about the five levels of leadership. I don't know if John Maxwell made it up, but that's where I learned it from. Uh, I remember reading about it in, in Good to Great. Several books have talked about this, but uh, and John talked about it in a lot of his books, but ultimately came out with the book, The Five Levels of Leadership. And, um, you know, I, I, th- I've taught this for years. Uh, it's this... Uh, book and this um, structure put out by John Maxwell has absolutely changed my thinking as it as it pertains to um, how I lead individuals, not just how I lead my company. Um, and uh, and and actually, I've, I've taught it forever, but it's funny how when you learn things, how they pop back up in your life uh, in other areas. So recently, I'm having a conversation with uh, one of my my kids uh, on his soccer team. He is uh, he, he, one of one of his one of his um, questions right now is, Dad, they're, they're not listening to me. I'm, I'm trying to help my team, but they're not listening to me. And I said, well, son, th- you have to lead them. You have to lead them. And uh, and so I'm walking him through and I'm, I'm talking through some basic stuff like and I'll, I'll, I'll go through it as we're going through these five levels. But you you have to earn that respect of them as a leader. And some of these kids are new to the team. They don't know what you've done in the past. And I'm just as I'm talking to them about all this stuff, I'm like, ha, huh, this is the five levels of leadership. I'm teaching this as a parent now. This is so cool. So um, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's why I'm excited to teach it today. Because it's impacting me in more than just my leadership life, but in leading my children in their leadership lives as well. So uh, excited to share it with you today. The five levels of leadership. Uh, this is a, a quick overview. I'll, I'll zoom in on each one of these. Uh, level one leader is a position leader. It's rights-based. People follow because they have to. Typically, you got a title. Uh, position two or, or level two is permission. That's relationships-based. People follow because they want to. Level three is production. It's results-based. People follow because of what you have done for the organization. Level four, people development. It's based on reproduction. People follow because of what you have done for them. And then level five, the pinnacle. And I I, I can honestly say I don't have a level five leader in my life. I don't know a level five leader. It's so rare. I mean, not, not on a personal day-to-day basis. I know of them. I think John Maxwell is probably one, but they're incredibly rare, uh, incredibly rare. Uh, it's based on respect. People follow because of who you are and what you represent. I mean, it's like the Mother Teresa kind of Billy Graham, you know, people who just have impacted the world and the world respects them for that. That's the level five kind of people, and I, I don't deal with one on a day-to-day basis, I can tell you. Well, I would like to. (laughs) Why study the five levels? According to John Maxwell, here's why you study the five levels. One, it provides a clear picture of leadership. This is what leadership looks like. As we go through this, you're going to go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I see the picture. Number two, it defines leading as a verb, not a noun. You lead as a verb. Action, not I am a leader. I am a leader. (laughs) 
Nobody cares. All right, number three, it breaks down leadership in understandable steps. I'm not a cook, okay? But if you give me directions, I can follow step by step and make some brownies. You know what I'm saying? So I love that it breaks down leadership in understandable steps. Number four, it provides a game plan for leadership development. If you're, if you're self-guiding in, in your leadership development, you just go, go oh, here's what I got to do next. It just, it's really simple, point blank. Number five, it aligns leadership practices, principles, and values. Practices, principles, and values. I was talking about principles last night with my kids. A principle is something that is universally true. It's not, it's not situationally true. It's just always going to be true, no matter what. Okay, so important insights from John Maxwell. Can I just say, these bullet points are all from his book. <laughs> I didn't come up with these. Yes, I'm just giving some commentary on top, which I don't think it needs a lot of it. Number one, you can move up a level, but you never leave the previous one behind. You can go level one to level two, level three, but, but you never leave those levels behind you. You're always taking them with you. Number two, you are not on the same level with every person. That's what I was trying to explain to my, my kid. Look, these, some of these kids are new to the soccer team, and they don't know you, and they don't know your, your ability. You've been injured a lot of the year. They know you as the kid that sits on the side at practice and maybe sits on the bench a little bit more than normal because you've been injured. They don't know. You're, you, ha, you don't have the history with them that puts you at a higher level of leadership with them. You're starting over with them, not with everybody, just with them. Number three, the higher you go, the easier it is to lead. The more impressive you are as a leader, the more people are going to follow you. Number four, the higher you go, the more time and commitment is required to win a level. It's, it's easier to go from level one to level two than it is from level four to level five. It just takes more time. It, you, can't, you can't shortcut it. Number five, moving up levels occurs slowly, but going down can happen quickly. You can, it takes time to build up, but you can, you, can, you can trash all that you've done. You can trash decades of work in a moment. How many times have we seen that in the news? Number six, the higher you go, the greater the return. The higher you go, the greater the return on your leadership. Number seven, moving farther up always requires further growth. You want to move up, you have to develop. You can't be the same person and expect to move up. Number eight, not climbing the levels limits you and your people. You're only going to be so effective if you're not climbing the levels. And that impacts you, of course, but it also impacts those who are following you. They get stunted because you refuse to grow. It's a tough pill to swallow as a leader. Number nine, when you change positions or organizations, you seldom stay at the same level. One CEO gets fired by this company and gets hired by this other company. He may have a reputation coming in, but he doesn't, he's rarely going to stay or she's rarely going to stay at that same level at the new company. Number 10, you cannot climb the levels alone. This is a team sport. You can't do it by yourself. You can self-direct, but you can't get there on your own. So let's start with level one, position. Rights-based, people follow because they have to. Here's some thoughts from Maxwell. The only influence a positional leader has is that which comes with a job title. People follow because they have to. I'm the boss. That's why you follow me. I'm the boss. I'm the CEO. I'm the president of the United States. I'm a senator. I am. <laughs> okay, you got your title, man. <laughs> Great. It's, 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 it's not the best level of leadership, but it's on the chart, so that's good. 
Positional leadership is based on rights granted by the position and title. See, a lot of people actually believe they can't be leaders because they don't have the title. But the title is not important to being a leader. Nothing is wrong with having a leadership position. Everything is wrong with using position to get people to follow. It's called a dictatorship. People who make it to level one may be bosses, but they are never leaders. They have subordinates, but not team members. They rely on rules, regulations, policies, and charts to control their people. You want to guess if you're a level one leader? Ask why people follow you. Because I have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then you're a level one leader. Their people only follow them within the stated boundaries of their authority. When positional leaders ask for extra time or effort, they rarely get it. They struggle to work with volunteers, younger people, and the highly educated, as these people tend to be more independent. Level one leaders very easily are intimidated by people that they lead that are smarter than them, that are younger than them, that have better ideas than them. Let me just help you work past that. There are smarter, younger, brighter people than you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I see smart people, right? It's okay. You don't have to be the smartest in the room. You have to know how to get them to the next room to be the leader. Position is the only level that does not require ability and effort to achieve. Anyone can be appointed to a position. How many people have worked in corporate America and go, clearly anybody can get that job? <laughs> Beliefs that help a leader move up to level two. We don't want to stay at level one. We want to move up. Maybe you just hired a new agent. You're with us. You hired a new agent. Well, you are the recruiter. So you have a positional title, a positional leadership. How do you move up to level two with that new person you just hired? Well, you got to decide that titles are not enough. I'm the agency manager. <laughs> okay, that's only going to last for so long. Eventually, you got to be something better. Titles are not enough. People, not position, are a leader's most valuable asset. You want to move up to level two? You got to decide, decide that people are your asset. A leader doesn't need to have all the answers. As a leader, you need to be okay with that. I don't know all the answers myself. I, I'm. It's unsettling sometimes. I like knowing the answers. I like knowing, I like being right. But sometimes you just don't know, and it's okay. A good leader always includes others. These are beliefs that you have to adopt. Now, moving from level one to level two. Permission. Relationships uh, are based. People follow because they want to. All right? People follow because they want to. When you like people and treat them like individuals who have value, you begin to develop influence with them. Influence with them. Influence with them. Somehow that doesn't roll off the tongue just right. When you like people and treat them like individuals, when you, when you treat them with respect, people just want to be wanted. It's not complicated. People, people just want respect. You know, I, I've learned over the last year and a half from some friends who don't necessarily look like me or worship like me or vote like me, but are still my friends. I've learned from them. They just want to be heard. They don't need me to agree with them. They just want me to hear them. When you do that, you move to a level two with that person. You develop trust. The environment becomes much more positive, whether at home, on the job, at play, or while volunteering. It becomes a, a kumbaya environment. Everybody wants to sit around the campfire and just sing songs together. 
We like each other. The agenda for level two leaders isn't preserving their position. It's getting to know their people and figuring out how to get along with them. Man, so much different than being a level one leader. You can like people without leading them, but you cannot lead people without liking them. If you don't like somebody, you're going to find it really hard to lead them. Okay, you want to go to level three? Here's some beliefs you need to adopt as a level two. Relationships alone are not enough. You had to decide that titles alone were not enough. Now you have to decide relationships are not enough. There's got to be more than just relationships. Building relationships requires twofold growth. On the one hand, growing toward each other and with each other. So Heather and I met at 19. We're now in our mid-40s. What if we hadn't grown? <laughs> I guarantee you, 45-year-old Heather would not still be attracted to 19-year-old Fitz. No way. No way 19-year-old Fitz would attract 45-year-old Heather today. I had to grow up. But if I grew up, and this is what they say a lot of times, um, marriages who, who get married young. Like Heather, I was 22. Heather's just still 21. She's about to be 22 when we got married. People who marry young, they often, oftentimes those marriages fail because when the people are growing, they're not growing together. In addition to growing individually, they're not growing together. That's a problem. I'm, I'm excited that Heather and I grew together and individually. Achieving the vision as a team is worth risking the relationships. You've got to decide that. Achieving the vision as a team is worth risking the relationships. I, I, I like that person. I don't want to cost their relationship. No, I don't think you're going to, but it's okay to not be happy all the time with that person. I, I, I've got friends that we like to debate things and sometimes I just go I don't want to debate this right now but I got friends that we like to debate things and we stay friends afterwards we don't agree on everything but we're still friends well I want us to be better they want us to be better we're we're willing to risk our relationship to help that happen it's pretty cool